to the people out there listening. How could the show be bad? Just enjoy it live from the spider room. The Internet Hotel Dropkick will be three young chucklers. I give that the space thumb of approval. Oh, God damn it. I set a standard as the sexiest host <laughs> of this show. You have no idea how hard it is to find headphones that are big enough to fit around my top hat. Idiot. You idiot. 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 You idiot. Too good. No, not good. Podcasturbation. You call it a tie, but I call it a cravat. I hate the world. I am a sociopath. <laughs> Come on, let's be honest. This is about me. You can get like 20 ducks at a time in the mail. This is like my worst nightmare. What is happening here? What is happening here? What is happening here? Welcome to How Could This Show Be Bad? Uh, I, of course, am your host, as always, Mike Linden. With us, co-host Dan Linden. Hey. Good intro. Oh, yeah. Also, co-host Stephen Montenegro. Dan sounds super amped to be here. I'm still drinking down this Black Death coffee you gave me. I haven't touched the Black Death coffee yet. Yeah, it, look, I'm polite and shit. God damn it, Dan. Thank you for getting that on the mic. Mm-hmm. You're the least professional person that sits in a tiny room oh, in my God, basement it and talks. like hate. Well, we've established our dynamic together, so let's bring in our guest. Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. You don't want to build more anticipation? Oof. By, like, us ignoring him for, like, five minutes before we Gee, I wonder him. who our guest is. I bet it's really exciting. There. Anticipation built. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Cleveland. I'm Lindsey Buckingham. <laughs> is he British? I don't think he is. Okay. <laughs> he I likes he, to pretend to be sometimes. I've read that about him. He likes to pretend when he's in Cleveland. <laughs> he always pretends to be British in Cleveland. With this, with this is Zach Coulter. Zach Coulter is with us. Zach Coulter. Hello. So Hello. In, in, like, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Right. He's in, like, the British Invasion. Yes. Thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's wearing, like, the Union Jack, like a leather jacket that's a... Never mind. Yeah, I, I actually wouldn't be surprised if that's something he has in his wardrobe, but I don't think he's right? British. Like the specific jacket that Bowie wore. I was just going to ask about this. Is that where he got it for the Earthling cover? Is he stole it from Lindsay Buckingham? Yeah, probably. I think that's, I think that's the story. People like to talk about Bowie as like a trendsetter, but like he was more of a trend popular. He was always ripping off Lindsey Buckingham. Yeah. He was always front running Lindsey Buckingham. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, man, I was about to take a sip of that Black Death coffee, but <laughs> but now you like... got to keep things moving, keep <laughs> yeah. it rolling. Oh, that my life about... is so hard. We've the host exhausted of a podcast. We've exhausted uh, the four of ours collective Lindsey Buckingham material <laughs> in a matter of seconds. <laughs> the funny thing is, like we. Uh, we did like three separate sound checks, and <laughs> on each of them was Zach Coulter's uh, beautiful rendition of Rhiannon. And then the one, the only way you can ensure you can ensure that you won't sing that into a microphone is when you're specifically pimped into doing it. Right. Well, no, I don't. That's I, I don't respond well to authority. And <laughs> yeah, you're you're a rebel. We can all so. see it. Yeah, yeah, and Mike is like the judge dread of this podcast. So. I'm going to sneak it in, though. <laughs> but not when you want me to. Nice. Uh, you're, <laughs> you're angering me just like when I was hanging out with Rob Schneider. That's judge dread. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's talk about Israel and Palestine. Ugh. What an odd thing for you to bring up. 
What's that? <laughs> whoa. I, whoa. Whoa. I thought Steven just started staring Steven just looked at me like I issued the launch order <laughs> that killed the, the, the Gaza children. I was like, trying to get the uh I was trying to get the whole uh uh Zach's version of Rhiannon thing out of the way. I figured that would be the least inopportune oh, or the least I opportune see. time. Oh sure. I will not be manipulated. Here's the thing you need to understand. <laughs> It will not be on your terms. <laughs> you can't. You can't psychologize him into it. You no. can't reverse psychologize no. him into it. No. And honestly, we don't know you didn't issue that launch order. That's a good point. It seems unlikely. I it mean, seems improbable. This seems early you, for gotcha journalism. If yeah. you asked me to prove it, that yeah. I hadn't. Can't prove a negative. I, I, can't, I can't do it. Right. Yeah. So, so I'm still on the suspect list. That's, yeah. that's true. I will donate a million dollars to the charity of your choice if you will just show me the documentation that says you didn't <laughs> issue that launch order. I no, think I'd every like to, time I really like to do that. I but. think every time any uh, any nation, not not just Israel or whatever we're pretending that the Gaza Strip is uh-huh. legally internationally, I think any nation every time they engage in even the smallest scale military activity should have to issue documentation uh, explaining or documenting every single person that wasn't involved in said military. <laughs> so like action. every every time there's any time there's any sort of offensive action like a week later I'll get something in the mail that says like this is your certificate confirming you were not involved in <laughs> yeah. this. I, I think sort of one, a global not it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think one yes, uh, absolutely. It's like the that yeah. could turn into a lot of paperwork. I think Yeah, I think, we're essentially we're essentially murdering the they, Amazon jungle with this. I'm not this. saying that yeah, they can't right. do it electronically. They can e-file this shit. That's true. I'm just saying. So you would, have to at least receive an email on it. It would really help me out with, uh, it would really help me out with, you know, prospective conversation partners. They're constantly accusing me of having been involved in So you some, need to be able to wave that certificate yeah. in their face. Well, I, w- I would carry, I would print them all off and carry around a stack with yeah, me, but just... I don't imagine that everybody else would have to. I think you guys should get t-shirts for the podcast mm-hmm. that say, I am not a war criminal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like the website underneath just... that. <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a war criminal. Look, I've never I listened think... to the podcast, but based on my experience so far, yeah. that would be the most appropriate way <laughs> um, to it'll, market it'll the be show. Up, yeah. It'll be up on our Cafe Press site by the end of the night. Right. It would actually cool. be the most relevant shirt we've ever invented before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, there was something about Bruce Willis for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mostly because you felt very passionately that it needed to happen. Yes. I think I felt very passionately that it would be ridiculous if it happened and therefore did it, um, which is the only way that I feel passionate. Do you guys really have a cafe press site? I believe we do. Okay. What do you mean you believe we do? I don't know if is it's it... been scrubbed from the internet. They might purge their- Nothing like, gets scrubbed from the internet. They might purge their uh, servers every once in a while. Who? Cafe Press. No. If you've never actually sold anything? Um. Yeah, that's true. I put it up there as a joke. I don't think I ever intended to sell anything. I'm surprised you never bought the like thong. That you <laughs> I put really Bruce thought Willis's about it, up. but I really thought about it. But Cafe Press is so overpriced. Go there after the uh, after after you it listen is. to this and buy it's way our stuff. too much money. I believe it's cafepress.com/slash/howbadcast. Sure, I'll check that. And <laughs> no, you won't. I will check that. The point of this intro segment is we have Zach Holder here. Yeah. Uh, we're still intro segment? And hilarious... I thought we were like half done. Oh, oh well, I mean... <laughs> you are going to be disappointed. <laughs> Just kidding. Your view... Yeah. 
hilarious comedian, but uh, just no sense of time whatsoever. No, 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 no. no. He he feels Gets like he's been here for approximately ninety minutes. Halfway through our three-hour podcast, <laughs> I can actually see. I can see the counter, so I know exactly how long I've been here. Oh, wow. minus the three sound checks. The three awesome sound checks. Let's be clear. <laughs> Which have all been destroyed heartlessly We've by been, yours yeah. scrubbed, truly. Scrubbed from the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's you. You're the one. Yeah, you may have taken down our <laughs> Cafe Press site. No wonder we're not making any money, Mike. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. It was just cluttering things up. I can't abide internet clutter. <laughs> you're like, you're like, say goodbye, memes. You're all going down eventually. <laughs> all of them? You're like the, all of them. Oh. You're like the guy that like carves shrubs and hedges into fun shapes but for the internet i like good guy gary or whatever his name is what i like that one i don't know the, what the mexican beer guy oh i don't know is that are you I talking about the most interesting man in the world yeah the dosaki that's guy? not good guy gary no that's different yeah he's the most interesting man in the world okay There's that's this... kind of like good guy you can the... see the confusion <laughs> Did... sure i don't think we we may have actually talked about this on a previous episode, you know, maybe just the last one. Talking but about what? The most interesting man in the world actually did a fundraiser for the Obama campaign. Oh. oh right <laughs> like, on. he was, like, the draw for people to show up and write them, like, $2,800 checks or whatever. All right, but we got derailed from Good Guy Gary. Yeah, we have to find out what Good what Guy Gary is. This I don't know if that's actually what it's called. It's Good Guy something. If you don't want me to just steamroll over oh, with oh, all the right. other memes when I'm sweeping them under the table. Yeah, it's and... This- and how how many things could it be? Like, because clearly it's alliterative in some way. I don't remember if it's actually alliterative or if I'm just cleverer than the internet. Well, that seems almost inevitable. Right. It's basically it's this picture of this guy like smoking like a nearly finished. It might I can't. It's like a like a just a stub of a joint or maybe a hand rolled cigarette. Who knows? Uh-huh. And he's just sort of like it's sm- called a roach. Sorry, thing. he's like smiling to the camera and like the meme sort of became like this guy's a really good friend. And it's just like, a, it's always just like things that he'll do for you. Like he's a total. That's the weirdest meme it's I've like, ever It doesn't make any sense it's, whatsoever. Uh, I know, it's hard to describe verbally, but it's surprisingly entertaining. So it's a, like a, an, a nameless Chuck Norris kind of. Yeah, and it'll just say something like, you know, here's there's a party, brings a bunch of nachos. It's, I don't know. That reminds me. It's, it's a hard. Me- it's a mensch meme. Yeah. 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 Like, a I think. Mensch. I have two points. One is a digression. One, I think every internet meme is only as entertaining as the people that find it entertaining. So really what you're saying is that this anonymous meme is more interesting to people that you find more interesting. Because they, because, you know, it's crowdsourced. Content is crowdsourced. Um, Point number two, I am now using a new laundry detergent. (laughs) And here's why. I was, uh... Rianne. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Done. Um, uh, Check that off the bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, here's why. They changed the packaging of my laundry detergent mm-hmm. uh, uh, yet again, which companies are constantly doing to make you think it's new, and uh-huh. it enrages me. So then I actually buy something else. Sure. Um, but this time, I had my hand forced. I couldn't just go smell laundry detergents and see what smelled best. Because I saw a laundry detergent with a tiny thing. You know, the box the size of, like, a cereal box of laundry detergent. Right. Okay. Had, like, a tiny thing, maybe an inch square in the corner that just said, Chuck Norris Strong. It was, for some reason, there was a tiny 
non-specific and illogical endorsement by Chuck Norris. Was his face on it? Yeah, it was like a tiny little like face of Chuck Norris, and then it just proclaimed that the laundry detergent was Chuck Norris strong. So wait, did you? So did you buy this? So is that the laundry detergent that you bought? The Chuck yes. Norris laundry detergent yes. that did it for you? Yeah, because it was <laughs> the stupidest thing that I'd ever seen in my life. But some that, do you do you vote the Chuck Norris way as well? <laughs> yeah, does that laundry detergent believe that we're now in a period of eternal darkness for the next thousand years or whatever? <laughs> I believe that that laundry detergent is trying to secede from the union. Okay. Yes, <laughs> I have. Re- I usually react the other way. Like I have. I have. Uh, Issues whenever I buy whatever brand of toilet paper has those commercials with the bears with toilet paper oh, in their butts. Because yeah. uh-huh. those commercials enrage me. Yeah, Wait, are you I... talking about the ones where they... No, I'm thinking of a diaper one where the bears fill their diaper. You know, have you seen oh, that yeah. one? That's, that's gross. gross. It's, it's even really more graphic. enraging. It's really graphic. But yeah, there's oh, also... You're talking, cartoon about, you're talking bears about poop, poop there it is. What? Are you talking about poop <laughs> there it is? Uh, you know what I might be? Now we are. I don't know for sure. That's another commercial that enrages me. It's like these babies, or maybe they, I don't know, they're bears or human babies, but they like, they like explode their diapers. Dear God. (laughs) I think the bigger issue we're facing here is why have we decided that bears are essentially interchangeable with babies? Yeah. Bear cubs sell hygiene products. That's just Like we've anthropomorphized bears. We're essentially giving up Probably more than any other animal, right? It started with More than dogs. Yeah. It Winnie, started with the uh, with the Gummy. fabric softener or whatever. <laughs> well, like the because there's that teddy bear that I bet. Well, I bet it started with Smokey. Yeah, maybe. Which, How old is Smokey? That's a good question. That's a great. He's question. got to have. Uh, I think since the '60s or '70s at least. It's yeah. got to be a die I job. I think he's earlier point. than that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you think Smokey's <laughs> painting? Yeah, that'd be, he's, that'd be great if like the realistic Smokey, like the actual Smokey, <laughs> and he's like he he actually smokes. Like he lives in. A, well, of course he does. He comes from that time. That's, yeah, I assume, yeah, it, yeah, I assume that I assume that he started as like a started as a, a spokes monster for Paul Mall. I picture him living in like a one bedroom walk up yeah. in in Manhattan someplace. And he like doesn't throw out any of his newspapers. So it's just <laughs> stacks of newspapers. It's a maze. His house, like stacks a, of, and he's smoking all the time. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, let me find you this article." But you he's know, nowhere, he's nowhere he, near. He's a all horse. gray. He's all no. He's not. So and it's he okay. starts drinking at about eleven in the morning right. every oh, no. day. What and, he's, uh, and he's inevitably going to die in, every in afternoon a, at three o'clock. When he, he calls his agent and yeah. just screams at him for forty-five <laughs> minutes about his career, right. about how he got typecast. Like, <laughs> if I have to wear that fucking ranger hat one more time, <laughs> and then he passes but out then, the drunken haze. But then, what if one day, yeah. you know, something happens that forces him to leave leave his apartment? He oh, just has to, he has to while he walks out and he meets a young. Girl bear uh-huh. who's like on her. Way. She's skipping school or something. She's a. She's a. Oh jeez. You know what I, I mean? Like I she's like a Zoe. Oh yeah, you've she's a Zoe Deschanel or like a Natalie Portman of bears. <laughs> and he meets her and has this interaction. Uh-huh. And eventually, over the course of about an hour and a half, she managed to break through his crusty outer shell mm-hmm. that he's shut out the world from. Yeah. And show him how to love again. <laughs> 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 Why hasn't anyone told that story about Smokey the Bear? Because that Let's doesn't get prevent Bill forest fires. 
Yeah, we should absolutely do that. Do you think Smokey... See, I was expecting him to die an, an ironic, ironic death yeah. where he passes out with a lit cigarette, lights all of his newspapers right. on That's fire. That's how the movie ends. But it's in the city, so he doesn't even think about the threat of fire. Right. It yeah. Could, yeah, because he doesn't it, he doesn't need to worry about it. Oh, yeah, right. it'll it'll end where the, the building will be set on fire, and then the Natalie Portman of Bears will be nearby... And then save him, like pull him out of the apartment, but then she'll die of smoke inhalation. Oh. And he'll have to, the it'll movie will end with him standing over her grave. Like, I assumed it was going to end with her walking quietly away from behind after Smokey the Bear blew up all of the evil bears with hand grenades, including himself. What? Oh. It's the end of The Professional or whatever. <laughs> oh yeah, the professional right. wasn't a shut-in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he kind of was. All right, look, wow. we need to. Uh, he we... kept a gun trained on the door at all times. He was, a, he was out and about in One, the world. Once again, we've developed an impeccable story that we need to register before this podcast goes out. We're going to take a little break to contact uh, the WGA. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure that this is our property right. and also attach Bill Murray. Is Smokey uh, the Bear public domain? I doubt it. Oh, that's a good question. I, it must be. I bet it's yeah, owned it's by the, like, the National Forestry it's from the Service. Ad con- it's from the Ad Council. Like All those ads are run by the Ad Council, so, yeah. like, so the character may not be game. public domain, but I think you could... Just compile footage from all of the ads he's been in. <laughs> How come? Like it would have to be like it would have to be like some sort of all of his scenes would just have to be some sort of you know old video collage. But Smokey the Bear was like the one cartoon who wasn't in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. So like the ad council must be like really tight on like keeping their property from being. This used. might have to be an underground project. Yeah. You guys. All right. More legal questions when we return <laughs> on how could the show be bad. Velcro kicks, Velcro kicks, Velcro kicks. Velcro kicks, Velcro kicks, Velcro straps is how you tighten them. My kicks hold the key to sexual enlightenment. Didn't spend a lot of dough on my Velcro shoes, cause I make most my dollars in ones and twos. But if I had to choose, I'd say these shoes are works of art, even, even though, though they, they only set me back 12 at Walmart. Welcome back to How Could the Show Be Bad podcast. <laughs> what? God damn it, Dan! Uh, uh, oh my god, there's like a solid layer of hateful black coffee at the bottom of this mug. That's because I know how to make coffee. Okay, a, a solid layer of solidified hateful black coffee, as opposed to what you already described as hateful black coffee. Yeah, well, because like, I mean, coffee is a liquid, Dan, and the, therefore it just fills whatever container it's there's in like from a, the bottom up. There's like a layer of like sediment that's moving slower than the rest of that's the That's how physics work, Dan. Oh, right. <laughs> it's like a geology experiment in a mug yeah, that has gonna, Stephen Montenegro's name on it. You're going to end up with bubbling crude at the He's end been of to this. the Grand Canyon, you guys. It's no big deal. I have been to the Grand Canyon. <laughs> whatever, so have I. Oh, well, well. So have you. Yeah. <laughs> so you have I, there? I have. We've all been there, you guys. Yeah. Okay. It's not that big of a deal. And, I think yeah. we were all, we've all we, been there and we were all, all underwhelmed. So let's just move forward. Yeah. It, just kidding. It's awesome. We, we've all been there and therefore there is no reason to talk about it further. All right. Fine. <laughs> I rode a donkey. You guys ever. Uh, did oh, you, you go did the down donkey riding? We yeah. Did you hike down at all? No. no. I just the rim. Well, we had, I we had just a rim job. We Yeah. It was. I hiked down and rode a donkey back up. Rim job. 
<laughs> you didn't feel like that hit strong off the first time? <laughs> well, in fairness to him, I was entirely lost. Oh. All three of you were talking at the same time. Yeah, but we still all got it. Yeah. I was getting Mike up to speed. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, Zach just wanted to bring Mike back around because Mike he's Mike and I's polite. issue is like we had gone on like a week of geological formation tours with our father. Oh, yeah. So by the time we'd finally got to the Grand Canyon, it's like, well, we've already been down a canyon. Like, uh-huh. Let's just enjoy the size of it and go home. It's not as, and it's not as impressive in many ways as like Carlsbad or something, mm. too. So if you'd done that already. Which we hadn't. No. Oh. Or Arches. Have you guys been to Arches? Arches is cool. No. Um, we, we wait, wait, ass. wait. So you guys went on Were a... we not at Arches? Wait, were, were we? Hey, I don't know here's which a question, which. you guys. What's your favorite kind of rock? <laughs> Igneous? Uh, sedimentary, sedimentary? Or? Metamorphic. Metamorphic? Isn't that one of them? Yeah. yeah. I think so. That yeah. sounds like bullshit right? to me. No, I think that's, I think is, that's So right. is granite igneous? I don't know. Because that's yes. a volcanic, right? Yeah, granite volcanic. is igneous. Metamorphic. <laughs> this has been this has been geology time. I I really have no truck with any rocks. If they're like I, I just surround myself with obsidian at all times. Okay. Oh, Wait, to I, protect yourself from dragon fire. Yeah. Yeah. I can we go back to how you guys went on a geological like formation that's tourism not, that's tour? Not then how I want we were sold. I'd like no, to have my question yeah. answered at but, some point. <laughs> what was the question? What are, what's your favorite kind of rock? I don't know. Well, that's no kind of answer. I'm, uh, I'm going to go with the molten kind. I want it to be currently molten. Okay. So it's not even really a rock at that point in time. I, I mean, technically it probably is, right? No. I, I don't think, think you can describe it as a rock. A rock. It's, it's, well, it, it, it's several rocks. It's, it's the potential for Go big or go home is all I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. It's like if when you, it comes to rocks. If you were asked what your favorite kind of ice was, would you say like the, ocean, the Indian Ocean? Yeah. Well, if that had ever been ice, yes. That seems awesome. If the entire Indian Ocean turned to ice. Well, part of the Indian Ocean was for sure ice at some point in time. That's how physics works. That's neither here (laughs) nor there. What? This one's on Dan. Yeah, if you just pick a rock. Okay, I like... um... I can't stand these undecideds. I know, right? Wait, which are the type that have cleavage? Am I right? Oh! For those about to what? Where are you going? Rock. With this? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're focused. <laughs> hey, we were having a tight conversation about our vacations to the Grand Canyon. I bet Fleetwood Mac in the Flintstones world would be like Fleet Rock Mac. Ooh, maybe. Yeah, that's probably true. But they had wood. Fleet. Like <laughs> why, why? Why was wood ignored so much? Petrified in, Fleetwood because Mac. it wasn't as interesting. <laughs> why was wood ignored? Yeah, the like they were, the Flintstones were so big on the fact that there were rocks everywhere. Yeah, they were a society with a sense of history, and therefore more interested in things making out of rock because they would last longer. I mean, most there was of, wood. Yeah, yeah. But they just didn't name they things didn't after care. wood. Yeah. It was there, though. They yeah. used it. Yeah. And the car was made out of wood. And Bedwood yeah. sounds Parts like a Bedwood sounds like a really shitty name for a town. Yeah. Yeah. Bedwood doesn't doesn't pop. Well, nope. in fairness, Bedwood isn't a thing. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> I don't know. You haven't you haven't seen every bed ever. Or every kind of wood. What's your favorite kind of wood? Hey, <laughs> there, there we go. <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's the more than that, three of those. The kind, that <laughs> is, the kind that has already become a rock. Oh, I'm petrified. a big fan. 
I like pine. Sure. But I also like some hardwoods. Good. I like maple. Yeah. I like uh Oh, uh, so you're you're rose, less exotic hardwoods. Rosewood, so. you know, some but some of the more exotic hardwoods also. But like no Brazilian walnut. You're not into it. Well, it's you know, I'm just not that flashy. What about I what guess about, I'm a little more of a What about swamp ash? Low key kind of a guy. How do you feel about swamp ash? I've never been a fan. <laughs> well, so you saw, so Steven, you saw some guy punch a stingray, huh? <laughs> that is true. I did see a guy punch a stingray, like in the face, uh, or in what accounts for a face on a stingray? In what? the in the bottom. Uh huh. I think that is where the stingray's face is. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I don't think he hit the sting. I I believe that he punched the stingray somewhere between its face and its penis. Okay, let's backtrack. Which are separated by about a foot. Why was So it? this was a male stingray. Why did Well, he... like, you can't tell. Yeah, you can. I think the males are smaller. Well, I can't oh, tell. Oh, pick on the small ones. <laughs> I can't Big tell. Big man punching a male stingray. Um, Why don't you go female, pick on someone so your own size? Why did he punch a stingray? So I was in, I was in Las Vegas recently. And I was at... Ah, the Vegas. Yeah, I was in the Vegas. Oh, you went to the Stingray Punching Show. Yeah. Uh, no. Um, I would go to that if that existed. <laughs> if it's like just like acrobats like doing flips, contorting themselves, and then punching Stingrays. Uh -huh. Yeah, I would pay a large amount of money for that. You'd oh. have to, because it would for sure be illegal and like, <laughs> be a black market Pro show. Probably so. not in Nevada. Probably like but... 50 large cash to get into that show. Yeah. Like large cash, fifty, 50 like novelty large checks, like, like novelty yeah, checks. You'd have to give them novelty fifty bigger checks. than average <laughs> caches. Yeah. Um. Uh. So I was in some, you know, fancy mall thing in the back of a casino on a strip. Uh -huh. On the strip, uh, getting a hand job. Right. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Getting a hand job from a stingray. Yes. <laughs> uh. No. And there was like an aquarium that was like you know maybe. Maybe 30 cubic meters. Sure. It wasn't a huge aquarium. Cubic meters? Yeah. <laughs> Who thinks in cubic meters? <laughs> what the fuck kind of measurement is that? Are actually, we in Norway? Actually, as I think about it, 30 cubic meters is fucking huge, too. You, you, you did warn us that there wasn't much to this story. You don't need to pad it out yeah. if like, you're going I, to go don't this far. Saying, don't embellish it with bullshit no, 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 no. It's important. Right. It's important how big the aquarium was. The aquarium was is maybe the size just, of... Just not important enough to be accurate about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the aquarium was... Okay, how about this? The aquarium was the size of eight porta-potties. Is that better? Yes. Okay. Um, Which is much eight smaller porta -potties, than... Eight porta-potties lined up or eight porta-potties stacked in like a certain formation? Like, uh, shut up. How <laughs> often are you saying porta-potty and how often are you saying porta-party? <laughs> I think I said porta-party for sure the first time. <laughs> and then after that, it was sort of like a slow degradation into the real world. Aren't they synonymous? <laughs> porta-party? Well, um, I mean, yeah, you can use them for either one. But so once you use I, them for the one, you probably shouldn't use the them for the reason I other. thought of porta-potties yes. uh, is because you, oh, you guys... Oh, wait. Regular porta-potties or the, the handicap This is where accessible. I'm going with okay. this. Is like, you know, the handicap porta-potties. It was like four of those, maybe. All right. Um... Uh, uh, but anyways, you could get a few stingrays in. It was those. like it, it would be sure. like it would be like four of those next to each other. But it had like small sharks and a bunch of like sure. tropical fish yeah. and some stingrays in it. But there was a dude in there in full on scuba gear with like the wetsuit and like the tank and the mask and flippers, like uh -huh. cleaning it or fixing it or something like that. Mm -hmm. And he did not fit in there with all the fish. The fish didn't even all fit in there. But a stingray, um. 
chose to want to sort of sex up his face, mm-hmm. or at least that's what it looked like. <laughs> so he kind of tried to wave it away, and uh-huh. it didn't work because he was underwater. So eventually he ended up just punching the stingray in the bottom part <laughs> of the stingray, which also didn't work because he was underwater. You can't punch something underwater. Yeah. Um, and it, like, it kind of like slunk away and then came back and started loving up on his back. That's what I saw. You walked away before the end of the story? No. That, I mean, it started loving up on his back, and then he started to get out of the aquarium. That was it. Oh. I hung around to, to see if he and this stingray would form a relationship. Yeah. It well, didn't happen. Thank God for that. Because yeah. otherwise, I mean, we're, we might not have known the end of that. No. When, when Harry yeah. met Stingray, it just wasn't happening. Yeah. <laughs> I assume his name was Harry. Sure. I could cue up some other. You like, probably romantic. should have done a post interview on this guy. Yeah. I should have done a wrap up, but I don't know where he was going. Like the like the aquarium, like you know, you can only see the front of it. So he could have been going back into some like sort of hole, and then he would show up not wearing scuba gear, and I would have no idea what he looked like. That's a good point. I would just be standing around <laughs> this mall area yelling for like three hours. Did you just get fucked by a stingray? And hoping someone yell would yell, I did. <laughs> And then go, you know. It seems like there would have to be someone in there that would yell, I did. I mean, depending on what part of town. Yeah, it is Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah so it's okay <laughs> to still talk about it. Or was it Rock Vegas? Ah, uh, Viva. Uh, Viva Rock Vegas. <laughs> Wait, was that? <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Dave. That one has g- the great gazoo in it. Does it? Yeah. I haven't seen it, and now I need to. It's Al- I love the great gazoo. It's, it's Alan Cummings' head. And a CG tiny body. Oh Wait, my it's God. Alan Cummings? Oh, yeah. I gotta see this movie. I haven't actually seen the movie, but I saw like a, the trailer for it. I gotta see this movie. It's supposed to be I think the god great, awful. I think the Great Kazoo... Oh, really? <laughs> I think the Great Kazoo is the stupidest thing in all of cartoons, in that, like, in, in that there's a lot of stupid things in cartoons, but this one gets cribbed. Like, people have stolen this device. Of weird alien that like pops up by your shoulder. So, I don't know if the Flintstones invented. <laughs> yeah, it, both to be Superman honest. and Batman have them. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like you know, various like Looney Tunes and shit like that. Where like maybe like Tom and Jerry, someone did. I can't remember. Wait. So um, there was one in the Jetsons, which is pretty much entirely cribbed from. I don't feel like it really takes you out of the reality of a Looney Tunes cartoon. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying it's a terrible device that's been cribbed multiple times. Sure. What's the thesis statement here? That I love it because it's a terrible device and people continued to do it. Like, no one can look at this on the Flintstones and go, that's a great idea. You know what will really move the plot of this cartoon forward? A little alien that periodically shows up and is really self-involved. Well, they, they, couldn't, they obviously couldn't make wood-related storylines, so they exhausted all the other possible plot lines. <laughs> they so had they... exhausted every rock-related storyline. Yeah. You're saying that their anti-wood uh, prejudices... Yeah. Forced them to create the worst uh, storyline of all what's time. What's less wood than an imaginary alien <laughs> that only Fred can see? It must have it must have shown up in some sort of '80s sitcoms too. That like you know because in the '70s and '80s sitcoms were on for far too many seasons and ran out of plot lines. Yes, there must be that never one. happens now. I know. I'm just saying it, every sitcom was on for far too many seasons then. Sure, <laughs> it must have happened at some point. That's- I just don't know. I assume Zach would know. That's why he was here. Uh, uh, huh? huh? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got super bored there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And well, you should have. Yes. <laughs> uh, anyways, I saw a guy punch a stingray. Yay! <laughs> That's Hur- the end of that. <laughs> Hooray! Uh, you guys can edit out the part where I said I got super bored. <laughs> no, that's fine. To. No, I think the... I just... I, so Conray thought it was hard to get a word in? <laughs> can't imagine. I think he mostly I, he mostly spent the episode texting to get a ride for a show later that night. <laughs> oh, that reminds me, actually. No. <laughs> texting to do. Uh, I just like to say, Conroy was texting in order to give a ride. Oh. Because, yeah. That's the kind of guy he is. That's yeah. nice. That's, yeah, that was sweet of him. He's preventing drunk driving. I can only assume that that's what he was doing. <laughs> it's possible. By stopping whoever from driving drunk. <laughs> sure. To put it in perspective, Viva Rock Vegas couldn't even get Moranis <laughs> back to play Barney. They got one of the lesser Baldwins. Well, that's because Moranis got out of the biz. But did he get out? He of the- made his money, and then he said, "I'm done with this. Fuck well, it. I'm going to go make a country album." Really, it was he made his money. Then his wife got horrible cancer, and he's like, "Oh, life is terrible, and I'm going to become a recluse." Well, sure. Either way, yeah, or- make a country album. But right. no, 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 a recluse. Oh, <laughs> wow. That's why we brought Zach Colton on. <laughs> Which I one is he- the spider? What? Which one is the spider? What? I didn't hear about the uh, cancer thing actively ignoring <laughs> Stephen's next thing. Uh, it was something like that. Oh. Hey, wait. I got something, you guys. Yes. <laughs> on my way over here? Yes. Uh, I, I, I thought of a really good name for a reggae band. Okay. <laughs> uh, you ready? Yep. Okay. Tabula Rasta. Hey, oh, that's pretty good, good, right? Yeah, that right? does work. Solid. I, like I would be it surprised if it should didn't do it? exist already. But yeah, we yeah, should yeah. Do it. it could be out there. It could be out there. I haven't Googled it yet. Sure. Do you have a guy? Uh, there, there's certainly only just like some sort of local bar band, so we could we could do it. We could right. take them out. <laughs> I would be down. But it's tougher now. Someone can be just a shitty local bar band in wherever. Yeah. You know. And but still and have, like have a, a have a have a strong internet footprint yeah, have like a to where presence. you can't do it. Right. You know, you can stake a claim on something like that, and the world can't pretend they don't they didn't know about it. Right. You know what I mean? Because yeah. the whole world mostly has the, whole the internet. World can find it. Yeah. The whole world mostly has. I don't know. Does the whole world have the internet now? No. no. About, uh, There's pockets. About about eighty uh, percent of Minnesotans have high speed internet access. So even in Minnesota. Well, they they still have internet. It's a shitty internet. There's still a digital divide. Even in this backwater third world hole. No, no, no. What I was saying is even in Minnesota, there's still 20% of people that don't have... Even Minnesota, but they have dialogue. I was going the other way. Yeah. Well, you probably should have said it. Even in Minnesota, which is the cyberpunk utopia of the United States. Right. right. Where technology runs rampant. I mean, when you think about what the world is going to look like after the singularity. Yeah. You look to Minnesota. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know, yeah, every William Gibson novel. Cybernetic mod- body yeah. modification. Yeah. And, yeah. It's, that, uh, the crazy, that crazy, like... Those, those are called pacemakers. regular Blade Runner out there. <laughs> yeah. Well, look at the Target building. That's like a smaller version of Blade Runner's city where there's big signs. Do, like, they, do they send everything by tube? Like I like, hope so. 
pneumatic tube. I'm that pretty awesome. sure that <laughs> pneumatics is not cutting edge technology anymore. I'm guessing but that's that it was, why it's awesome. I'm yeah. guessing what if was, Target ran on pneumatics? They're like, no, we're not buying into this internet thing. <laughs> Fuck email. Every store is connected by tubes. That'd be amazing. So if you order from Target.com, yeah. you it's actually just send a, a tube. You got to go to the bank. Yeah, you got to go to the, the bank, drive up at load the, bank. the tube with your order, that's and a, then it'll come back in the tube. They sell like dressers now. That's a huge tube. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. We, we're gonna need bigger tubes. That's some, <laughs> some solid tube infrastructure. We're there. gonna create the oh, Jetsons man. reality. I, so I, that, that's all the internet is—is is building bigger tubes yeah. all over the place. That's the singularity. When, uh, the singularity is when the tubes are so big. The tube—it's the tube—is the size of the planet Earth. Right. And then we're just floating through a tube. We just jump in the tube <laughs> yeah. and take a ride. For yeah. such a yeah. great idea, why did both Barack Obama and Mitt Romney ignore this during the debates? Mm-hmm. The pneumatic I, yeah. issue, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, they don't want to hear. They don't. They're not ready for the truth on this because I mean, they they didn't want to be uh, they didn't want to be tied to big tube this early. <laughs> tied the, to big tube, big yeah. tube. Yeah, Minnesota could become like the steampunk mecca of the world if we just had pneumatic tubes mm-hmm. doing everything no one, for no us. One yeah. is, no one has made the Ted Stevens joke yet, and it's amazing to me. I don't know what we're talking the about. The internet is not a truck. Oh. I feel like we sort of uh, tiptoed around. Yeah, we, yeah we, that's what I'm saying. No one was well, you know, I mean, it. I was going to save it for my big Ted Stevens closer. Oh, <laughs> shit. You, now, now I guess I'll just have to come up with something else, Chuck and Jive or whatever. But, you know, all my Ted Stevens material, that's all in the last five minutes. Okay. See, the problem is I've already so killer. I've already swept away the Ted Stevens stuff on the internet as, like, detritus that uh, didn't need to be on there anymore. Internet, internet detritus. Yeah. yeah. Your internet tidiness. Yeah. It doesn't exist anymore. Got the better anymore. of you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Google <laughs> Ted Stevens. He's not there anymore. Didn't he die in like he a did. horrible plane crash or something? I don't know because the internet he's can't dead? tell me anymore. Ted Stevens is dead? Yeah, he's dead. He, in a plane crash? I think I, so. No. Right? No. right? I think that's right. Not a plane crash, really? Yeah. I'm or maybe sure. cancer. <laughs> no, I Either think a plane <laughs> crash or cancer. The plane got cancer. And Whoa, went down. Maybe plane? that's what it was. Okay, we're writing a movie called Plane Cancer. Plane, <laughs> plane, plane, chemia. Plane. What? <laughs> cancer on a, <laughs> cancer on we're a plane. We're still spitballing. <laughs> it's just a bunch of people on a plane with uh, with Samuel L. Jackson, and then all a tumor. upset that they have cancer. Yeah. A tumor starts and growing. And then nothing yeah. else in happens. The engine of the plane. And then Sam yeah. Jackson headbutts the tumor. What's the the? Yeah, there's got to be there's got to be some like terrible sci-fi movies out there about like. You know, living, mm. living planes from the future. Yeah, there was that movie Stealth starring Jamie Foxx. That's right. That's the one I was thinking oh, of. Oh, dude, good call. Yeah, <laughs> good, I couldn't good remember. Pull on I couldn't stealth. remember if that if that was a real thing or if I had made it up in my head. Dave please tell me. Show, please tell me you didn't see it. I did not. But okay, Dave O'Keefe, the show, will remember <laughs> that we actually discussed the plot of this movie like a year and a half ago. Okay, well, let's not let's not do it again. Yeah. Did the plot involve a uh, plane tumor though? Kind of. Well, but it, so, but it was so it's a plane yeah. with with now we're doing it. <laughs> it's a plane with you know human qualities or you know some it was sentience. Plane, yeah, it was a stealth jet with like a robot brain piloting it. Was like it. Kit, kind of it was like yeah. Night Rider in the yeah, sky. Like, I think so. Like, Except like, instead of Night Rider in the sky, <laughs> kind of Battlestar Galactica, <laughs> kind of Cylon. Sort of. Because aren't they aren't they also like semi organics? Well, stealth wasn't organic at all, I don't think. I think it was just like a – it was like the closest they'd ever gotten to a human brain, like a super, robot Super or duper AI. And but if for, you can get that, then why not cancer? If you can, Exactly. Right? That's the – that's an unexplored 
So like you, what you're Concept. thinking of is a yeah. is a sentient AI that also gets talking brain about cancer. robot cancer. You guys, yes. that's like what that new Denzel cancer. movie is about. Huh? That's what that new Denzel so, Washington movie is about. That commercial so jet he has to has fly that cancer. plane upside down. Yeah, the commercial jet has cancer, and then the two conspiracies are he might have been drunk, uh-huh. but also. The government is giving commercial airlines experimental plane cancer. Or Denzel Washington's character is the greatest aviary oncologist that the world has ever seen. Yeah. But he can't tell anyone because exactly. of the... Like when he crashes a plane and like he looks around at the, at the debris, it's like, oh my God, this plane had cancer. It's, so let me ask you this. Is aviary oncologist a great or terrible band name? I think um, terrible. Okay. Not like Tabula Rasta. That's, that's why you're here. That's what I'm saying. Aviary. Well, I, it's a word that only gets to be used in a band name once. Mm. You don't want to blow it. And has it has it been done already? Yeah, yeah. There's there's a local band. I think really? they're local, aren't they? Sleeping in the Aviary. Yeah, they are. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's a. Oh, I was using it in I mean? a different way though. No, I understand that, but it, the <laughs> word itself is allotted one usage. Mm-hmm. In a band name mm. for in its existence in all of eternity. I didn't. I was unfamiliar with that rule. Well, we're um, all learning. What about, we're all learning all the time, about, and that's what's going what on right now. What about the band, and then every other band that had the word "band" in their name? Band is different. Okay, different band words have different. Word allo- d- different words have different allotments. Oh, okay. Um, so aviary once. is only allowed to be just once. once. Yep. Yeah, it's like Scrabble. You know, different. So Scrabble can only be in a band name. Different points. Uh-huh. Different points. Okay. It's not really like Scrabble at all. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> kinda like Scrabble. We all Man, we are killing this. <laughs> Look. We are all just it's a Saturday afternoon. We're all a little punchy. I had like thirty-five cups of coffee. I have also had several. Cups I'm of not coffee. apologizing for anything. You shouldn't. I don't even know you people. Not <laughs> you guys in this room. I know you people in this room, but whoever's listening, <laughs> well, you we just, people? I don't care what you think yeah, about me. Whoa, whoa, you people. I whoa. just assumed that. Isn't it? There aren't any white people who listen to this podcast, are there? <laughs> no, well, we certainly don't I mean, encourage I just, it. Yeah, I just assume this was. We certainly discourage white people from listening to this podcast, and then use the show to be as racist toward the people of color that are listening to it as possible. Right, right, right. I barely choked that out before I it's ran out of in breath. the mission statement, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check our Facebook page. Wow, wow. How Sorry. KK could this show be bad? Oh, right. What? That's how we. Did you not know that's how I've been spelling our, our name this <laughs> oh, entire time? Oh, I get it. Because could is also spelt with a K. Yeah, yeah. Right, and I'm like, right. I, I'm I like, thought there's that just, went without There's saying. just two Ks? That was implied Why by only two Ks? But then I, I get so. it now. <laughs> what if you screwed it up and you, you registered the domain name? Like, you meant to be super racist. You're like, that was your whole point. And then you accidentally spelled could with a C. So it was KKC. And everybody's like, well, how are we going to be fucking racist now, man? You screwed it up. People won't get it. Look, I... This guy spelled Kansas City wrong. Look, I can't misspell could. I made it to the regional spelling bee in the seventh grade. Is that true? I have a reputation to maintain. Is that true? That I am an okay speller, but not in a like national. Have you ever done context. the? This is not maybe podcast appropriate. Oh, have you ever yeah. done the? Have you ever done the drunk spelling bee? 
No, I haven't. We should go That's do that thing? sometime. I've yeah. seen them. The They're three, pretty one. great. Yeah, yeah. Oh. the three, three, I would, one I would really like to participate in one someday. That sounds fun. No, we're going to Because I'm a pretty solid it. speller Friend myself. The, yeah. I'm also a pretty good drinker. Friend so, of the show, Andrew Sawhawk, from time to time, hosts Drunken Spelling Bees. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, he does. He's all dialed in over there at the three, three, one. He's dialed He's in. got his fucking yeah. hooks and everything in this He really does. Town. He's just, he's one of those guys. Knows everybody. Knows everything. Guys, Sawhawk's white. So he won't listen. <laughs> he to won't this. be listening. So, to this. Yeah, so all... I would never compliment him like that to his face, and he'll never hear this. <laughs> right? Thank yeah. God. So yeah. So like you know, just because he won't ever hear it, I just want to take a quick time out to be like, "Fuck you, Andrew Sock. Go." That's fuck a good yourself. point. That's a point that, that, yeah. that somebody had to bring up yeah. in this whole thing. Should we also fuck you, Andrew? Should Sahak. we also yeah. take take the time to say hi to our four four listeners? Uh, hey guys, Chad Martin, James King. Bashar Sahuri and a random person we haven't met. <laughs> Chad can't possibly listen to this. Well, he can, he can listen to half. He of lives it. in the twenty percent of Minnesota without high speed internet. Yeah, oh, no. Can can listen to half of it. <laughs> I don't, he can listen to it. It takes that was like important eight enough. hours. I felt that that was important <laughs> enough to say twice. twice. Okay, I'm not proud of myself. <laughs> no, you shouldn't be. All right, you guys. I think it's time for us to go and grab that envelope. Oh, is it? We are going. We're going to bring back a tradition that we've had. Yes, very popular which with I our think, demographic. Which I think, like, you and I... We've established Mike, a love of games on this show. You and I need to decide who's going to compete, because I think, I think Zach will kill it. So we need, we need to determine which one of us is best, best situated to defend the honor of the show. Rim job. We'll Sorry. be right back. <laughs> after the show. We'll be back. Hot dish, hot. Dish, it's what's for dinner. I need a girl who pours gravy thicker. Got legs look like two deep fried snickers. Rump so tasty, round and nice. Hot dish, watch out, cause I'ma eat you twice. Welcome back to How Could This Show Be Bad? Oh. Yeah. Oh. What's wrong? How no, that's how I that's how, how I wanted to I wanted to I wanted to tag the the song with that. I, I wanted to start us up now, even though Dan is still in the middle of nope. preparing. Nope. I'm ready. But do whatever you're ruining the do. premise. Yeah, do whatever you <laughs> I, oh I'm so busy guys, I'm swamped <laughs> over here. I got a, a show prep. Papers stacked there. up to my asshole. I'm ugh. There's, there's a lot. Have we ever right discussed now. on this show before how much I hate you, Dan? <laughs> yes, every episode. We have premium foley work on uh, how could this show be bad? Yeah. Foley work. Yeah, yeah. foley work. <laughs> I'm full. Yeah. The reason that I that I wanted to start us off was because we had made Zach we, Calder has made is, yeah. a, a amazing lifestyle. In life. Pretty yes. important life decision. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Uh, yeah. You've essentially just created. A Europe. new dialect? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would say so. Yeah, yeah, like dialect, but some sort of Elvis-related English, right? Colterian, like, Colterian English. This episode of How Could This Show Be Bad is going to be studied by linguists for generations to so come. So here's the deal, Chomsky. He's the only linguist I know. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say. I was just gonna make a joke about the fact that no one can name one other than Noam Chomsky. Mm. Uh, Chomska. Yep. 
<laughs> Nailed it. There you go. There it is. <laughs> That's it. That's it right there. That's all you get, gnome. Did- <laughs> That's all I'm giving you. Figure it out from there, smart guy. Did you put your headphones at a jaunty angle just <laughs> to pronounce Chomsky's name? Wait just a sec. Chomska. <laughs> so that's part of it. You need to have your headphones at a yeah. skewed. It's, it's just as much about attitude right. as pronunciation. Well, yeah. sure. Which all languages, really. Like, attitude. I mean, right. some languages are more explicit about it. Yeah. You, know, you know why? Because it's all about bada language. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm not not loving this. No, exactly. And I'm sure that's how the listeners will feel. <laughs> will will this new dialect play into this new round of No, you missed the timing on that. Yeah, you the did. time to be shocked by it was uh long past when you started. Yeah, but I I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> For a new no. round uh. of ah. classic ah. How Could This Show Be Bad Game? Will Smith, God damn it! <laughs> Go ahead, Will, Will Smith sequels. That actually hurt that time. Yeah. It hurt me. Yeah. It hurt on my insides, not just my ears. More, a little more. Will Smith sequels. Everyone's favorite. It's coming back now. Will Smith sequels forever again. <laughs> Will Smith sequels. We're loving it now, and we're having a great time. An envelope is in my hand. Let's get to the third verse of the song. <laughs> it's a really long intro. <laughs> <laughs> that was the third verse. Me slapping the microphone with the envelope. No. Oh. All right. That was disappointing. Zach Coulter. Yes. Let me explain to you how this works. Okay. I have in my hand an envelope. Okay. I think we've established the okay. envelope. Yeah. In this envelope are pieces of paper that have the films... Of Will Smith and the roles he played in those films. Okay. I will have you select a piece of paper of your own volition so they know that it's not rigged. Not rigged. Yes. And you will will put it down on the table. Pieces of paper feel all very connected to one another. Well, just take one. Don't look at it. Don't look at it. And then who is competing against Zach Coulter? I will step up to the plate. I'll just make fun of both of you while you do this. (laughs) All right. That's kind of how I do anyway. Sure. You got, got it. All right. Got your thing. I'm I really, put... can I say what I hope I got? Yeah. Yeah. I really hope I got uh, seven pounds. Wasn't that what it's called? Seven I think pounds? Yeah. So, the yeah. the yeah. organ movie. Yeah. The organ. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually the subtitle. Was it was the... actually called Seven Pounds Super Colon, or- the Organ Movie. Super organy. Organa. I'm putting the envelope down. <laughs> God damn it. It's a real process. All right. The envelope is down. You must give the worst hand jobs <laughs> ever. Uh. Well. I I was wait. What was Unless you're into CBT, I couldn't remember What's the that? cock and ball torture. Oh, <laughs> I couldn't remember the. Call I love that you just down. you just had it chambered up. You were just <laughs> ready yeah, were to ready explain exactly what it was. I wait, tried... what CBT cock and ball torture? <laughs> <laughs> I tried to do a bit about it once. Uh, the reaction was uh, the host of the open mic shouting, "What are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> nice. Who's the host? Uh, that was Sam Spadino at the time. Oh. Nice. I think it was very fun. I, oh. <laughs> oh, do you? <laughs> All right. Here now, focus up. Gentlemen. Okay. You will look at your pieces of paper, uh-huh. and you will tell me what you have printed on those pieces of paper. <laughs> it's very important that we not look at them before now. Yes. I didn't want you to feel... I wanted it to be so that no you guys... One, no one gets Wait, a Wait, are you start. giving us an instruction? Yeah. 
You said you will do this, but it was like down the road when or now. You didn't say when. Okay, do it now. So do worst, it now. That's the kind of guidance. Jedi mind trick ever. Do it now. Where the day takes you. He plays Manny in Ooh. Where the Day Takes You. Oh, I have you. no idea what that Me is. Neither. No, yeah, no, neither no. Do I. That makes, Did, that have, makes have all kinds. Have you explained what's going to happen after this? Oh. Or are we doing this step by step? No, we're sorry. Yeah, you will then pitch a If sequel. I don't know the movie, can I get just like an IMDb Yeah, synopsis? that's what I'm doing right now. That's right, what I'm so. doing now. We'll go to Where the Day Takes You from 1992. He played Manny. And then, uh-huh. and then you have to pitch a sequel to it. Yeah. Got it. Okay, the summary on IMDb for Where the Day Takes You. A group of teenage runaways try to survive in the streets of Los Angeles. Drugs, prostitution, violence, and bureaucratic indifference all pose threats to the kids, who nevertheless prefer this harsh life to going back to their families. Heather, somewhat older, provides some leadership and mothering to the kids. How, what year is this from? It's from 1992. There's a more elaborate summary. Do you want that one? Does it involve the character Manny well, at all? <laughs> yes, it does. Let me mention that one. That summary is just... This one has Manny in it's it. It's all Hold set up. <laughs> it's all set up. I'll read this one because it actually mentions Will Smith's character. In Los Angeles, the gang of teenagers leaded... Anytime Will Smith is mentioned, it needs because, to be gritty. Can I tell you why this one has a grittier narration? Because it was written by Claudio Carvalho from Rio de Janeiro. It's probably pronounced Carvalho then. Whatever. Carvalho. Carvalho. In Los Angeles, the gang of teenagers leaded by kings survives... Wait, leaded? Yeah. Leaded? He's from Brazil. Give him a break. <laughs> nope. Survives on the streets begging, prostituting, and stealing money. Among King's best friends are Little Jay, who is a gay prostitute, Greg, who is drug-addicted, capable of stealing Dubai drugs... <laughs> so it's, it like, it's like an angel dust thing. He never has to sleep. He can steal yeah. 24-7. Is, let me read that sentence again so you know. He yeah. is drug addicted, capable of stealing to buy drugs with the dealer Ted and the paralytic Manny. So I assume Will Smith was in a wheelchair for this movie. <laughs> paralytic? Yeah. He, Wouldn't he you just say paralyzed? He's from Brazil, guys. <laughs> When the newcomer and a runaway from Chicago, Heather, meets King, they fall in love for each other. But when Lil J kills Tommy Ray to protect King, he is falsely accused of murder and chased by the police. Are we sure Are this we... is the right Will Smith? And, I mean, and there not could some be sort others, of, right? And not some sort of, uh, not some sort of uh, like second-tier member of the insane clown it's posse? On, it's on his IMDb page, you guys. Okay, okay. Okay, so the game here, Zach Coulter, you know you, that anyone can edit IMDb, you will, right? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. You will pitch to me the sequel to Where the Day Takes You. Okay. Okay? Got it. All right. Should, I, should we time this? Should we give him a certain amount of time? Wait, I go? Or we, do, we yeah, don't, get, no, we no, don't no, hear... Just, we just, don't hear Mike. Just let him yet. go until he's done. Well, all right. Do we want to get a feel for who all is? Do, do you want time to think? No, about I, your... I mean, I'm just. Ready I, I, I want to do the game. However, you guys do the game. We haven't done it. In I don't like think we year, really remember. So. Going now. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm going to go now. And all right, I'm going to give you. Five minutes. Let's put five minutes on the clock. And then if you keep talking. Oh, Dan is so excited about his new iPhone. He yes. has to use the timer. Yes, that is correct. That, that is correct. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Zach Coulter, you ready? Okay. Okay, go. Okay, here we go. So Manny, who's apparently a pretty minor character. <laughs> oh, by the way, please include movie. a title for the sequel, no, yes. either okay. at the beginning or the end. Yes. Well, I think it writes itself. It's called Where Tomorrow Takes You. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and so Manny. Well, this is going to be uplifting. <laughs> who, who, in the original, he's, he's uh, living a life, a street life. 
and uh, he's got he's surrounded by this cast of characters who are who are living a very rough existence, and then they're also coming into contact with all sorts of indifferent and corrupt bureaucrats who uh-huh. don't who take advantage of them and <laughs> who don't care and don't help do the things they're supposed to yeah. do to help them get out of this life. We all get it. The normal thing in which street urchins and homeless kids interact with bureaucrats. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, because that's what bureaucrats do. Well, here's the thing. In where tomorrow takes you, yes. Manny... Um, has a master's degree in social work (laughs) (laughs) and he is ironically an indifferent bureaucrat oh no and so the movie is all about his days spent uh walking the streets of where is he lagos yeah let's go with los Los angeles maybe he's in lagos now though sure (laughs) he's now he's in los angeles Oh, yeah, I was, I was picturing all of this in Brazil just because <laughs> of the I was, Yeah, I was like, this somewhere exotic. I don't remember. But no, it's just Los Angeles. Yeah. He, so he walks the streets of Los Angeles, ignoring the plight of uh, street walkers and children who sell their bodies mm-hmm. for money. And he just cashes his checks and has a pretty sweet retirement. Okay. Just, you know, he's got free health care. So he's retired. And so- no, no, no. He's working. He's working. He's a bureaucrat he's got a job but he just he's indifferent and uh-huh. once in a while he'll run a he'll run a grift on the kids what? and like <laughs> wait, wait so he's shaking down he's shaking down he's a corrupt bureaucrat for retirement he's a corrupt bureaucrat he's padding his retirement you know, account uh-huh. at the expense of the most vulnerable members of society you know what? plenty That's of money what to doing. be shaken down and, homeless uh, children and then yeah. one day he goes out of his uh his, he lives in a ranch style home in mm-hmm. the valley. He goes out of his house. <laughs> he goes out of his house, and uh, and a teenage Natalie Portman is standing there. <laughs> <laughs> and they have an exchange, and she makes him realize that the world is a beautiful place full of possibility, <laughs> mm-hmm. and teaches him to love again. Okay, can I ask? You, can I ask a question? Sure. Who, who is playing teenage Natalie Portman? Natalie Portman. Okay. Yeah. Now, I mean, you got, yeah. this is a current She can still film. pull it off. She I can think. pull it off. I guess. Make up, you sure. know, some Benjamin Button stuff. Anyway, <laughs> so it's a, <laughs> yeah, let's get that Benjamin Button. If she's stuff. not, if she's not available, we'll get De Chanel and, uh, uh-huh. but you know, impish and uh, and and too clever for her age, uh-huh. and she opens Will Smith's heart, and um, and then he's like, "Fuck being a social worker," and he. Um, <laughs> He becomes a poor child again. Uh, no, I think he just like he had some um, an inheritance, and they just <laughs> an inheritance from what? Because in the first a dead relative, were... a dead relative. Fuck being an evil social worker, <laughs> as they all yeah. are. Yeah, no, and they just like buy. They just he moves from a ranch style home in uh-huh. the valley to an actual ranch. So and the, with, they retire with Portman, uh-huh. with teenage Portman. Okay, and they he just has like a ranch. Wait, and teenage they, eighteen or nineteen teenage or, like or like, it's never clarified. Okay. We don't know for oh, sure. So he's either a pedophile or he's not. Well, I don't think pedophile is fair to say because yeah. Natalie Portman was always very mature. He'd be looking, like a statutory young. rapist. Like oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's fair. There's the possibility. Hey, this is my sequel, you guys. There's a possibility. He's a statutory rapist, but it's never established, and she certainly comports herself like an adult. So it's up to okay. the audience to decide. Up to the audience mm-hmm. to decide. The point is, they it's um, like a... they live out their days quietly on the ranch mm-hmm. until one day she has an epiphany that she was meant for bigger things, and she kills him oh. in Whoa. his sleep, and it becomes a thriller. 
How long is this movie? Let's squeeze in some more genres. <laughs> There's a chase, okay, okay uh, across several continents, mm-hmm. and she has different. Um, is Tom Hanks there? She has different identifications, and like she's had um, legends built around these different identities that she has in like Switzerland uh-huh. and different European countries. Is she being chased by that French dude who played the professional? Yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 it's a weird turnabout <laughs> yeah. in her both her acting career and her life as this character in this story. Because mm-hmm. yeah, he eventually he kills her. Jean Reno kills her at the end. Okay, right, um, and Fiend. <laughs> okay. Does she ever make a brief stop in New York and uh, witness the death of God damn it, Dan Smokey the Bear? That was his time, but uh, oh, we right. no, we have time for questions. No. Oh. That's, but that's where the third movie would go oh. in the franchise. Can right. I, Smokey? Can I suggest a, a scene f- uh, for the trailer? By all means. Um, I would very much like in the trailer uh, for Will Smith to boldly proclaim as the turning point in the trailer: mm. corrupt social working is whack. I'm moving to a ranch. Okay. Yeah. I have yeah, a, no, I think that's I have a, a I have an spot. important follow question. Okay. Um what he, happened to Ted and Greg? That's specifically, what, yeah. Specifically <laughs> I want to know what happened to the guy who was drug addicted capable of stealing to buy things. <laughs> yeah. Um he actually just goes on to live out the rest of his life stealing things. Mm-hmm. Stealing to buy. Stealing to buy drugs yeah. and then doing drugs. He's actually very happy because okay. he doesn't have to work very hard. He, right. he steals. And he's, he gets I really good at time, stealing. He's good at, he's good yeah. at it. So yeah. he steals like maybe once or twice a month. He's like the artful dodger. Buys a ton of drugs. Yeah. And then has a pretty nice place and okay. like a pretty sweet record collection. Okay. And <laughs> but does, it's so his life. It's beautiful. And it's the so best life ever. The turn, his turntable is a direct drive or belt driven. It's it's direct drive. Okay. Yeah. And do they, do we see him? Is it just like a throwaway scene, or does the movie check in on him like every once no, in a while? No, the movie never checks on on him because there's nothing interesting about his life because it's perfect. So it's just a throwaway <laughs> line, like Manny says, like, "Oh man, good old Ted in his great life." Like he just mentions. and his sweet record collection. Or do they? Or do the, does the director yeah, artfully I mean, intersperse it throughout? Like look, you see, like newspaper headlines about we'll great shoot, capers. We'll shoot the scenes. Yeah. Okay. And we'll they, shoot the scenes yeah. if they work out great. Sure. But if they don't. No big deal. Cutting yeah. room floor because yeah. put, him, sure. put him on the There's DVD. no drama in Greg's life. Sure. It's just theft and drugs and happiness. <laughs> yeah, because no one has ever made an awesome dramatic film about theft and drugs. Like Not this about is happy about, people. This is about this is about corrupt social workers. The most common grist for <laughs> right. for action thrillers. Right. Okay. No, it's tropish. Like a, I'll like give you that. It's bad tropish. lieutenant yeah. in social work. Oh, yeah. right. Can I? Can I just make one comment on this? Sure. One critique. Okay. I would have called it uh, Where the Day Takes Two. Mm. Where the Day Takes Two. Yeah. Okay. We're not going to go with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying, if it were me, and it's not. <laughs> what did I? What is it called? You where said, the Day Takes Us? And I said Where Tomorrow Takes Us? Yeah. I think that's... That's good. We're that's, sticking it's with like, it. Yeah. yeah, it's like before sunrise and before sunset. Right. Yeah. Um, is Manny still paralyzed in the sequel? Uh, no. Well, it, hap- it actually takes place in the future and through various like advancements in healthcare and yeah. na- nanotechnology. Yeah. And like he's yeah, he's got um, Professor X legs. He has Professor X legs. He's been cybernetically modified, sure. and he actually uh, no longer lives on Earth. Oh, he oh, lives. wow. He's, Wait, is this a crossover sequel of like iRobot traveling about the galaxy in Los <laughs> Angeles? Though he still lives in the city of Los Angeles. That's I mean, his, his mail floating. his mail goes to Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, base Los Angeles. I mean, when <laughs> it's time to send in his absentee ballot, it goes. To to Los Angeles. <laughs> well, in the but future, in the future, California is going under the 
ocean. Right. So they're going to have to find a way to float the yeah, city somehow. Space Los Angeles. Okay, so the entire city of Los Angeles is floating through space in what maybe, let's say, an Earth-sized tube <laughs> that is also the Internet. And look, I think we really jumped the shark here on this whole space Los hey, Angeles. Hey, this is your theme. movie. <laughs> I'm, okay. say, I'm saying Los Angeles is exactly where it is right now. Okay. It's in California. In the future. On land. Yeah. Yes. That's so, where his mail goes. But you said he lives in a ranch. Wait, which the... character are we talking about? Manny, Will Smith. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was thinking of some. Never mind. I was thinking of somebody else. You're where thinking do... of the gay prostitute. He lives in a ranch in New Mexico. Oh. Oh, space New Mexico? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Not space LA, but yes, Sorry. space New All Mexico. Right. Okay. Why would we put LA in space? I don't That doesn't even make sense. You're right. No, you're right. That's the most that's the most ludicrous element of the story that we've established here. New Mexico is full of people who would want just like a space New Mexico. Oh, absolutely. All right. Space Taos? I think everywhere is Full of people who want space. You'd in Mexico. Be I don't yeah. know any. You'd I don't want to know anyone who isn't yearn for yeah. space no, New Mexico. Totally. Yeah. Wait, specifically space New Mexico. Yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah. Because look, I've been in New Mexico. If, if we take New Mexico, if we take New Mexico to space, we can use that as the vehicle to colonize Mars. Because then we can train on the journey, the six month journey. Because it's a lot like the train of Mars in New Mexico. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah. I really like New Mexico. Is this still your pitch? Is it nope. <laughs> nope. So wait, wait. Will you shoot this movie on a soundstage in New Mexico? Yeah, no. That's a con- that's a popular. Yeah. Thing no, now. I will. I will. Okay, and good. you know what? Yeah. Uh, Gary Johnson's gonna have a cameo. Wow. Putting Gary Johnson in it. That's pretty. Uh... He's got. He's got something. <laughs> a spark. Would you call it a spark? He's got a spark. He's got a look. Uh huh. And I think he belongs in movies. Okay. In pictures? Do he we, belongs in the pictures, you does guys. Does anyone have any more questions for Zach? You know what I call him? Garrett Johnson. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay, that's my last question. Will everyone in the movie talk like that? Yes. <laughs> yes. The okay. main character is going to be named Mana, right? <laughs> yeah, instead of Mana. Instead of Manny. Yes. Because in the future, he's Mana. Yeah. Yeah. And Natalie. Right. Natalie Portman. Natalie. Natalie. Natalie Portman. That's actually her character's name in the movie. Natalie Portman. Now, is she is she actually in the movie or is she just voicing a CGI bear? Bear. Bear. Oh, CGI bear. Okay. Yeah. So it's like who's Yogi. capable of showing a crusty old corrupt beer at the world <laughs> is worth loving yeah. and teaches him to be happy. Which is how it leads into the third movie, which involves Smoke of the Bear. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> right. All right. Okay, Mike. You've got <laughs> Jesus Christ. You've got a strong. You have to make Good a luck, strong buddy. argument here. Who, Defend what, the show's honor. What do you have? I have. I'm Jer- a- Jersey Girl as himself. Okay. What? Would you like the summary? Uh, I suppose. Wait, isn't that a Ben Affleck movie? It is. I might have to jump in to help you out here because... (laughs) Ben Affleck. What? Big head. He's got a big head. That's how you get big in Hollywood, (laughs) you guys. Someone was telling me that last night. Yeah, you have to have a giant noggin. Madhu was saying that the other night. Big head. It doesn't have to be be big compared to other heads. It has to be big compared to your body. Body, right. So you can be little and your head is normal. I think that's why there's so many tiny people in in pictures. Okay, hold on, Mike. Uh, We've got a bit of a uh, twist here. Do you want me to read the summary of Jersey Girl, the Kevin Smith movie that he was actually in, or some (laughs) movie called Jersey Girl that Dylan McDermott was in in the 90s? I think. Just mash them up. <laughs> yeah, I, I, think up. We, I think we need to hear about this other Jersey girl. Alternating sentences from each. I can't do that on one phone. <laughs> McDermott. I'll read the McDermott one first. Because that's clearly the prequel because it happened in 1992. The same year as 
where today takes you or whatever. Whatever other stupid movie that was. They fought against each other in the theaters. So box office showdown. Jersey Girl One. This is apparently you're closing out a trilogy. Keep that in mind. Now. Oh shit. Jersey Girl One. Sal is a wealthy and triumphant yuppie who normally would not do everything in order to get a woman, but this time it is something what? special. <laughs> he is about to give up his position. Wait, it was for every his love. was every uh, movie description <laughs> what on remedial IMDb? English class <laughs> written by is writing the I IMDb. I think they're all, summaries. They're all written by Brazilians. Yeah, here's another one. I'll read you. I'll read you the second one from. Brazil. Are you looking at IMDb.br? <laughs> <laughs> here's another one by Anonymous. Oh, who, oh. didn't know. have the balls to sign it. Did yeah. you? But may no, no, no. May the not... hackers. It's the hackers. Yeah, it's the hackers. It's the entire organization. <laughs> Toby Mastalone wants to trade her local diner for upmarket dates in Manhattan. But what is a New Jersey school teacher who longs to look, quote, like a city girl to do? Ever resourceful, she decides to collide her battered VW <laughs> into the brand new Mercedes belonging to Sal, Dylan McDermott. Will her plan work? What secret? <laughs> I mean, well, let's be honest. How could that not work? <laughs> Let me finish. How is that a plan? Let me finish. Will her plan work? What secrets are hiding beneath Sal's slick, yuppie exterior? And what will her loyal friends say? Okay, that's Jersey Girl 1. Okay. Now I'm going to quickly read Jersey Girl 2, which actually had Will Smith in it. Jersey Strikes Back. Yes. <clears throat> this is the one with Baffleck and his giant head. And Liv Tyler and her giant head. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, Zach's leaving. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to be quiet and professional about it, but why Why allow that? Right. Okay, here we go. Jersey Girl 2. Oh, hold on. Skies, we have another summary from Claudio from Brazil for Jersey Girl 2. Oh, amazing. That's awesome. Wait, are we sure it's not the guy from uh, from Coheed and Cambria as well? Because he's, is he Brazilian? Oh, no, I think he's from Jersey, actually. <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. Uh, in New York, the young executive Oliver Ollie Trinke is a successful PR of the music industry. Oliver Ollie Trinke? He's a successful PR, huh? Yeah. He meets and Oh, Zach's back, you guys. <laughs> he meets and falls in love for Gertrude Steiny, who soon gets pregnant. What? However, she dies. What's with these names? I don't know. It's Kevin Smith. She dies in the childbirth, and Ollie decides to return to his father's home in New Jersey. Pressed by the situation of lonely father, the workaholic Ollie <laughs> blows up. Blows up is hyphenated for some reason. <laughs> the workaholic Ollie blows up in an important press conference and makes a fatal statement. Wait, wait! Not everything is hyphenated. <laughs> no, it's not. But I wait, wanted. Was it a press conference or a press conference? <laughs> I'm saying it was a press conference, and makes a fatal statement, losing his job and becoming blacklisted in his publicist career. He promises to be the quote best father in the world end quote to the young Gertie and stays single, grieving his beloved wife without dating any woman for seven years and trying to retrieve a position of public relation. One day he meets the re- <laughs> one day he meets the rental clerk Maya. They become friends, and she helps him to supersede his past life. Can we just start a new segment on the show where Dan just reads <laughs> Claudio Carvalho's yep. IMDb summaries? Yeah, maybe. Um, also. Uh, Zach, can I just ask before Mike sure. gets into it? Yeah. What would you call the character Gertie? Uh, Gerda. The answer is Gerda. Gerda, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I kind of wanted to hear you say it. I was doing it. kind of a split brain. Because I thought it would be Are you funny. giving someone a ride later? Is that what's <laughs> happening? If she's lucky. <laughs> oh! oh, snap. Wow. Okay, five minutes on the clock, go. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
Uh, okay. Jersey Girl 3. We, we I mean, I feel nev- like at this point, your thoughts should be pretty well ordered. Yeah. <laughs> so, having never established why exactly Will Smith was in the <laughs> second one. He played himself. He played himself. Yeah. I assume in some sort he of PR him, client's he role. He played himself, and he was like, hey, Ben Affleck, what are you doing? Oh, let me stop the clock. Okay, so... He played himself. Was like, "Hey Ben Affleck, what are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, I'm gonna get a job." It's like, "Oh damn, I would just be a good father." And he's like, "You're right, Will Smith." And then he goes and be a good father. At the end. Oh, yeah. Wait, Geely? Yes. <laughs> go, uh, go, Jersey Girl. Wait. Yeah, Geely. Jersey Girl. Yes. Geely, the the romantic comedy starring Ben Affleck and Will Smith. Yes. Okay, go. That would have made it better. Okay, so now that. Uh, Keep in mind, you also have to incorporate Years Ago One with Dylan McDermott (laughs) and the VW. Well, I mean, now that uh, Will Smith has become friends with Ben Affleck's character, uh, Ollie Trinkle, whatever, uh, he is also, oh, yeah, in this sequel, uh, Ollie has forgotten what his last name was. Mm -hmm. Uh, He goes by by Ollie Smith now. Sure. uh, Allah. Will Smith and Ollie realized that they were deeply in love. Yep. So they moved. Uh, Wait, are you saying that Allah is gay? What? I mean, he does Linden earns his fatwa. <laughs> <laughs> and title of episode found. <laughs> he doesn't. Uh, like, he's not willing to say that he only loves men. Right. But he loves Will Smith. But he loves Will Smith. Right. So much so that they have now gotten married. This, so it's a it's a sexier of mice and men. Thing. This movie starts in the PR nightmare of Will Smith leaving Jada Pinkett Smith uh-huh. for this nameless uh, Allah, Allah, <laughs> who is not nameless at all. <laughs> well, I mean, in the public eye, he's nameless. Oh yeah, not famous. So now he has the greatest PR challenge of his life. Right. Oh, oh, this is good, and he's. Deeply involved in it, he he's a homewrecker of can what, he, one of America's most beloved families. Yeah. Yes. So can a can a washed up PR professional make a comeback? And will the fact that the story hits too close to home help him or hinder him along his way? Yes. This is good. Like especially since on his way to a giant press conference. Yep. He wait it, wait wait is it like there are a lot of reporters there or um. No, or it's, it's in like a stadium. It's in a stadium. Okay. Uh, the Meadowlands, let's say. Well, like that's in New Jersey. Basically, the entire country wants to be at this press conference. We're talking about Will Smith. That's true. Everybody does love Will Smith hey, as himself. Hey, hey, hey. So Allah and Will Smith, yes, are driving to this press conference when they're suddenly rammed from behind. No, <laughs> that's what she said. Oh, there it is. <laughs> By uh, wait, but there's no she involved. Well, there is. Because they're rammed from behind by this woman that I can't remember yeah, who it was. It wait, wait. Matter. Is it a woman or is it a bear? It's a Volkswagen. bear. This female bear. Yes. Uh, who is trying to uh, is trying to save her habitat, but she doesn't have the money and doesn't know how to earn it because she's a bear. Right. So she's slightly less anthropomorphized <laughs> than other bears. So her plan is to ram her shitty car <laughs> yeah. into Will and Allah's Mercedes. Is yes. that a is that even a plan? It was a I plan mean, in Jersey a bear, Girl One. If you're a bear, it, it's a plan. That was the plan in Jersey Girl One. There's a callback. Yeah. This is good. 
Who was that? Marissa Tomei in Jersey Girl One. Who was that? It was some woman I didn't recognize. Okay, but I think, but I think what we're saying is that character's intelligence was on par with a bear. Yeah, that's yeah. Pretty and right. let's assume that it was Marissa Tomei, like a smart bear. Oh yeah, the kind like, of bear that knows to take the toilet paper off their butt. <laughs> right before going out in public, or can right. both text and watch videos at the same time. Yeah, right. So here's the thing: now Will Smith and Ola have to deal with this new <laughs> newcomer to their lives. Who they're now they're wrapped up in a legal issue. Okay, but, legal thriller. Yeah, I love oh. legal thrillers. <laughs> so uh, Grishamed. <laughs> so so now they're they're constantly uh, in the courts. With a bear, mm-hmm. who forty-five really, seconds. <laughs> they, but in the middle of this, they realize that their family would be enriched mm-hmm. if they would all just join together. Mm-hmm. Ooh, blended family. Yeah, Grishamed. Where is that a Grishamy? I don't think so. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a lot of documents to sign if you want to blend the family. Yeah, he's you right. Need a lawyer. So, so now, yep, they decide that they have. A polyamorous relationship with a bear, mm-hmm. which and is Jada e- Pinkett Smith, which no. is an even no, 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 no one, no one loves Jada Pinkett Smith at the end of this movie. So now there's an even greater or PR at the end disaster. Of her uh, Sorry, there's an even greater PR disaster because they've essentially uh, proven, proven every proven, argument, <laughs> proven <laughs> the slippery slope argument <laughs> of gay marriage. Uh, but uh, you know, Ben Affleck uh, writes an amazing speech for Will Smith to say. Uh huh. Uh, that then Will Smith doesn't make it to the speech, but the bear says it. Okay. And all of America is moved by this bear. Uh, and decides that we should all just be free to love who we want. Yeah. Or what exactly. we want. I'm going to piggyback like off that. of this slightly. I, I'm w- I'll wait for you to tag it with a title. Oh, right. Um, Jersey Girl 3, uh, which also... Like becomes the subtitle of uh, three Bona, things Bona and a baby. Three men and a bear bee. <laughs> Dan's is better. Bona yeah, festival. That's true. Too bad it doesn't count. Since <laughs> okay, Dan is Jersey good. Girl three colon three men and a bear bee colon uh, <laughs> boner festival. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm so, sorry, it'd be bearba. If we're going with Colterian yeah. English. Uh, okay, follow question. Is Will Smith paralyzed in this movie? <laughs> um, after the accident, yes. Oh. Well, after the ramming. <laughs> so, yeah. so the oh. bear paralyzed <laughs> him. But they still fall in love with the bear. It was a, yes. it was a really good ramming. Yeah, it was, okay, now you did now, at no point did you mention Ben Affleck's daughter that was so crucial to Jersey Girl too. <laughs> she grew she, up and moved out. Well, you... I mean, she's uh, like. Does she at least make a cameo at some point? Well, there's like sort of a. How sub- about this? How about how about the movie starts with him being uncomfortable with Ben Affleck being uncomfortable that his now like. Uh, is there a third like, uncomfortable party in this? Teenage daughter, uh, teenage daughter is dating a bear that she met at school. Oh. So he oh learns a little something about himself along the way. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> In this universe, the three, there are, okay, so this is sort of like, uh, oh, fuck, what is, never mind, I couldn't remember, there, but this is an America where humans and bears live side by side, well, but bears are sort of, they're shunned by a lot of society. Well, yeah, it's the, it's, it's 
Fox the bears the are Cleveland losing. Show. The bears are losing their natural habitat, so they're so moving they have into, the to come into the city. Right. It's this is the plot of Fox's The Cleveland Show. Oh, there's a talking bear in that. Oh, right. I don't know why. <laughs> All right, just decide who won. Yeah, we need a decision. <laughs> that. Clearly, Zach won. Gent- <laughs> Gentrification. Ooh, bear. Bear. Well, you just Burr. put the word bear in the middle of another word. <laughs> yeah, I never claimed that I didn't just do that. <laughs> so why are you being so accusatory? So like accusatory. If a bear, were, <laughs> if a bear were eating a grilled cheese, that would be called a sand bear witch. <laughs> well, yeah, no, yeah, that's, that's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Uh, but yeah, clearly Zach won because uh, I was touched. By his story. You I, failed the show and you failed me, Mike. I also appreciate it. Take a laugh. I, I think it was a, a spirited campaign. No, I think yeah, I think I've, you I think you had a good showing, certainly. Well thank you. The fact that you had a bear operating a vehicle at all is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I mean in Zach's movie That's what America in Zach's wants to movie, see. all the bear does is like help a man find himself. I mean, that's, you know, you can do that yeah. with any bear. No, she can't drive. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that would be ridiculous. She can touch your heart. Yeah. But not the, the wheel of your car. So, so bear, bear claws are for... suitable for heart touching, <laughs> right. but not wheel turning. Right. Yeah, that's the Hers. campaign. Hers. That'll be the campaign thing. in your movie when we introduce the premise that they live in a world with bears because there'll be a bunch of anti-bear campaigns. And that'll be, it'll be bear claws are allowed to touch your heart, but not the wheel of a car. And that's why it's such a big deal that she rams in with a VW because she's not supposed to be driving. So it's, bears it's in this taboo. alternate, yeah, bears yeah, they're in this not alternate, allowed to drive. Uh, yeah, this alternate universe are like women in Riyadh. She's breaking all the rules. Yeah. They're the untouchables. Yeah, the which actually bears? be really cool if if they remade. No. <laughs> <laughs> untouchables. Let's, let's just with bears. With yeah. bears. Who okay. wouldn't want to see that? Zach the is bear touchables. I would, I would watch the shit okay, out of that. Okay. Unbearables. Unbearables. Uh, okay, because yeah, because if they're the ba- if they're the bare touchables, then that just sounds like they're okay. the greatest, like cuddliest bears that exist. And like yeah. one bear, even though they're supposed to be like Irish, will just keep their thick Scottish accent regardless <laughs> of the fact that that doesn't make sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what bears do. Right, bears don't care about national <laughs> borders or inflections. Okay, because of that bonus pitch, the next time we play this, uh-huh. Zach Calder will by default be the winner, <laughs> and whoever's playing will have to fight against it. Wait, so should Zach, we uh, should we just retitle this? Zach Coulter presents Will Smith sequels. I don't know. Zach, Zach Coulter presents. I'm like the Russell Simmons of this game. Yeah, <laughs> of this <laughs> terribly ill-conceived game. Yeah, it's. Zach you know, Coulter's like every- Wild West comedy tour of Will Smith sequels. <laughs> <laughs> so you're you're both the Russell Simmons and, uh, and Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. I'm like I'm, I think that's about right. Yeah, I think you know, yeah. cross those. If two. there is anything that Zach Coulter is, it is it's Russell Simmons between. and Vince Vaughn. Yeah. yeah. If you if you see Zach, I mean, for the listeners home, if you saw Zach Coulter walking down the street, you would think, did Vince Vaughn and Russell Simmons have a child? Right. And yeah. did that child grow a mustache? Yes. Yeah. And if. If people did want to try Tell to you what, see... You guys, if I had a nickel for every time I, I've been asked, hey, are you the product of <laughs> a tryst between Vince Vaughn and Russell Simmons? I mean, I'd be a, I'd have like Vince Vaughn money right. or Russell Simmons money because I've been asked that question a lot. Haven't they both have been you, divorced multiple times? Have you reached both times? monies yet? Neither of those monies. <laughs> None of those I feel monies. like one is probably Wait, you higher. Mean, you mean monas, right? Monas. Yeah, monas. <laughs> 
Yeah, Russell's got way yeah. more cheddar than yeah. Vince Vaughn. <laughs> yeah, for no sure. Yeah. Kidding. By a lot. Yeah. What are you talking about? He's got that sweet swingers money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Russell Simmons has. Vince Vaughn is like the illegally driving bear of people with money. <laughs> Like, he's nowhere near the level of Russell Simmons. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Illegally uh, driving bears are nowhere it's near the, new the metaphor. level of Russell Simmons. It's the new metaphor. Yeah. Let's let Mike wrap this up before this becomes the longest yeah, no episode shit. ever. Shut the fuck up. Oh, okay. Whatever. We've still got like 10 minutes before it's the longest one ever. Okay. This Z- is the longest one Zach that didn't Coulter have music has become, All right. Zach Coulter has become the ultimate champion of... Will Smith sequels. And it wasn't that hard, you guys. So somebody (laughs) somebody go on in here and and, uh, you should be able to knock me off. So clearly there's a lot of motivation here for our listeners to want to keep up with Zach Coulter news. Keep up with Zach Coulter shows. What sort of uh, resources could they use to find out about these things? Sure. Keeping in mind that this show will come out tomorrow. So if you have right. anything coming up, uh, say in a few I'll hours. I'll tell you what, you guys. Last night's show was awesome. Nice. <laughs> and you missed it. Maybe. Um, <laughs> I don't know yet. Yeah. It hasn't happened. Right. Don't know who's going to be there. Maybe everyone will be there. Who knows? Maybe Russell Simmons will be there. That would be pretty great. Maybe a Natalie Portman looking bear will be there. Natala. Natala. Sound- Sorry. Sounding. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. You can go to therealvalleymeadows.com. Vala. The real Valley. Now they're going to be confused. <laughs> the real Valley Meadows. I don't fuck with my marketing. Sorry. The real Valley Meadows.com. <laughs> we have shows coming up and we have an album. Yay. And you can purchase it or you can just go listen to it. Whatever, but purchase it. And perhaps we'll shows. Uh, perhaps we'll throw some Valley Meadows clips into the interstitials between hey, segments. Yeah, play here. some songs. Of course, by the time that you heard this, you would have already You'll known know. if we had or not. Maybe yes. you already heard some songs. <laughs> Uh, I hope that you have. And if you haven't, I hope that you will. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the real Valley Meadows. The real Also, ZachBobCoulter.com. But I think I haven't paid my Squarespace on that one for a little while. So I gotta, <laughs> we might be down. But I'll, cu- I'll put it back up. ZachBobCoulter.com. Yeah, this is, this is a reason to put it back up. Right. Yeah. Now I have to. Yeah. 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 All, all someone, the- someone might go there. Yeah. All, f- all four people. <laughs> there was of, very little risk. All of that. four people of color that listen to this might try and go there and get four hundred fours, and they're going to be pissed. Right. They'll get a thing from the people that I go through that'll be like, "Are you this person? Because you owe us money." <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's the worst collection method ever. It's just, just put up a page on public, the internet. Just public shaming. Yeah. <laughs> you just put up. You just put up a page on the internet. Are you named Zach Colder? If right. so, you owe us $28,000 for a kidney transplant. It's a picture of me, and it says, are you this deadbeat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, that's my website. Sweet. Check it out, listeners. Get there. Figure out how to find this man and compare him oh. to Russell Simmons. Uh, or follow Bob. me on Twitter, at Zach Bob Coulter. There we go. Follow C-O- me on Twitter. That's perfect. U-L-T-E-R. Zach with an H. And is uh is Vala Meadows available on Internet Tunes? Yep. Okay. Vala, Meadow, Vala Meadows is on the Internet Tunes and the Amazon and all that stuff. Check that shit out. Yeah. And if you get a chance to see Valley Meadows, you take that shit. Yes. It's a delight. Thanks, guys. <laughs> You're welcome. I also enjoy them. I just hadn't weighed in yet. Uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> Took you long enough. Yeah. It's geez. unanimous. <laughs> it's you anonymous. Got... Unanimous. What? Anonymous. 
Umami mis- I did that. Ladies and gentlemen. Umama. <laughs> yeah. Umame. Isn't that the fifth flavor? Yeah. Well, umami. Umama. Or for you, it'd be. Your mama is the fifth flavor. Hey. Oh. All right. <laughs> Let's get take, this thing. Take that, wait, wait, wait. Nick no, Cannon. No, no. I want longest episode ever. <laughs> yeah. This is, the, I mean, we, the fact that we're almost as long as if the you, McLean episode and this didn't involve songs is amazing. <laughs> if you live in Fargo or Cedar Rapids, Iowa or Chicago or Madison, Valley Meadows is coming to you. See, I got more plugs. Or coming to you in December. Nice. Oh shit! But people yeah. are cast that wide to, net. People tell are going to have to listen to the giant long episode, anyways, to find out who won Will Smith's sequel. Oh right, right. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a cliffhanger. They're here. <laughs> yeah, they're all here. Hi guys. Hi guys. <laughs> Thanks for sticking around. <laughs> Dan, did you have shows? Uh, what, is this coming out tomorrow? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I am performing at Improv Go Go pretty much every Sunday until the end of the calendar year. Improv Go Go at huge at theater? huge theater on thirty first of Lindale. It's pay what you can. I call so, it Hooge. Hooge Theater. Hooge Theater. Hooge Theater. Thirty first of Lindale, eight o'clock Sundays. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Why? What? Why are we still doing that? It's an improv show where. Different teams do <laughs> sets. <laughs> okay, for listeners, off, Zach is. Like, you have to audition for it. Zach okay, Coulter you don't is, just get to do it. That's not true. You really? Yeah, it's I, just a lottery. There's a lottery. <laughs> you don't just get okay. to do it. I want the listeners to understand that Zach is looking at the clock, <laughs> <laughs> like seeing how much time is passing on the recording. <laughs> You can, of Super course, <laughs> always come see me hosting Galactic Pizza Comedy Open Mic it's the at best Galactic open Pizza. Mic. It's the best open mic in town. The best. Hell yeah. Coulter approved. We have a special Galactic happening <gasps> on Wednesday this week, Pref- assuming you're listening to this podcast promptly. Yeah. Uh, Just give them the actual date in normal people terms. Uh, November 26. <laughs> November mid 20. Who has a calendar? The Miss day before Thanksgiving. Yeah. 28. No, 21st. 21st. The 21st. 21st. I knew it was the 21st. <laughs> we'll be having, we'll you be just having, wanted to drag it out a little longer. I wanted to watch that time go have farther. Have mic on Wednesday. Galactic Pizza. November 21st at Galactic Pizza. 10 o'clock. Sign up at 9.30 because oh, we've been edged out by Thanksgiving. Ouch. I'll be there also, to give free hugs. I also oh. got uh move into a new apartment. <laughs> <laughs> December first. So if you're used to my old apartment, I don't. I won't live there anymore. <laughs> Listen up, Blake Where, where can people go to find your new apartment on the internet? Well, I mean Google Earth. It's on there. I'm sure. sure. <laughs> it's not just a black spot. That is the best plug we've ever had. <laughs> and you know what? Uh, the building that I'm moving into, according to McLean lives there now uh-huh. we're gonna be neighbors what and then i told her we were gonna be neighbors when i found out we're moving into the building and then she's like oh by the way we got a new place <gasps> we'll be neighbors for two weeks and then she's gone so oh that, my god you so guys you, you guys you gotta better... get your you gotta get your dirty country uh substitute teacher hip-hop uh mashup jam session on, on for the for that entire that's two actually, weeks and have we uh, we're doing that that's actually happening we have christmas songs coming out oh, i sweet. should plug that december 10th Go to the Monday Night Comedy Show because we're 
be unveiling new Christmas songs with the Dirty Curls. Oh, shit. Yeah. Monday Night Comedy Show at Spring Street Tavern. The Spring Street Tavern. December 10th. Go there. You should probably, Meadows, you should probably use those two weeks to also film a pilot for a wacky sitcom. Probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. We can... Do, we can take some time after this episode, or actually just during the episode, if you yeah, want. Yeah, let's just, <laughs> just, just cram it into the episode. Just sit down and start working on a to sit start working on a pilot teleplay workshop. We'll workshop it yeah. for let's the next go. hour and a half. <laughs> We're happy to help. That's one of the many How long services. Was the longest that, one? I don't remember. Is that why it broke well, iTunes? By the way, is let's this also going to break iTunes? Well, oh. Uh, I don't know. There, there are podcasts that go for like three hours. That oh. can't be why it broke iTunes. All right, I don't know. Uh, you guys broke iTunes? Courtney yeah. McLean broke iTunes. Okay. It's pronounced McLean, by the way. What? Okay, sorry. <laughs> she's, not a, she's not a bald man that smells like pine <laughs> from Scotland. But when she's with the Dirty Curls, it is McLean for that... Uh... So you get the clean. You get the yeah. clean and the dirty. Yeah. Sp- she spells it M-K-K-C-L-E-A-N. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect make more callback, and Wouldn't that's how we're going to... out, so shut up, Steve, and I don't care what gold you have. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, Choking this has been... It would be better if she How were could this show be bad? Uh, I've been your host, Mike Lennon. Thanks, Dan, for doing it. Yep. Again, yep. thanks, Steve Montenegro, yeah, thanks, for showing up. For sticking around for the entire episode this and time. And thank you for being here, Well, Zach it was my Coulter. pleasure to be here, and if I could just share a few final thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Thanks, Aww, guys. It was I fun. I was looking forward to those final thoughts. <laughs> well, I mean, if I... If you guys... <laughs> no, God damn it. We're getting out of here. We're going out now. We made it. <laughs> I'm not going to talk. Farewell, listeners. Bye. How could the show be bad? I do kind of feel like stretching this out still. (laughs) (laughs) We're leaving. Bye. Put your balls on the ceiling, put your balls on the ceiling, put your balls on the ceiling. Fuck you, pig. Put your balls on the ceiling, put your balls on the ceiling, put your balls on the ceiling. Fuck you, pig. I saw the red sign, but I can't stop, won't stop. Next thing you know, you're talking to a cop. Stupid fucking cops stop me when I'm driving. They tell me I'm speeding, but they are lying. I told them I was on